0: Hey guys, and welcome to the first ever episode of Getting Animated. I'm your host, Destiny, so let's get started. First, I wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I am so excited to get this started. I definitely... I'm super pumped to talk to you about things that are going on in the anime industry that I think you should know about anime news new shows that I'm looking forward to and hopefully you're looking forward to and all that good anime content so thank you so much for tuning in I'm so excited the first thing I wanted to go over um, there was a lot of things going on this week so I kind of pulled the most important ones that I thought were pretty interesting um, we do have two sad stories animator shochi masuo now if i butchered his name i am so sorry bear with me um he was the animator for gunbuster uh his and her and evangelion he also worked on a whole bunch of other different projects um he passed away today and another person who isn't in the anime industry but she's dear to my heart um is june foray she was the voice of rocky in the um, Bullwinkle show and she was Mulan's grandmother it really really hurts when someone who's been such a huge you know made such a huge impact with their art in your life pass away because it's a part of your childhood it's someone that you um, you've grown up either watching or enjoying um, the work that they've put out Um, with June Foray I mean she was really such a huge part of my childhood so Again, rest in peace to both those amazing people and condolences to their fans and their family and their friends. And um, I know dealing with death is not easy, but I, you know, I hope that they're able to grieve and find some peace somewhere. I guess this is sad news. Uh, Fairy tale, the manga ends. Um, I was never into fairy tale, but I know a lot of people were or are. And. I guess it was one of those things like One Piece and um, Bleach and Naruto, like if you're in it, you're in it and you're hooked and you love everything about it. I'm super sorry for everyone who's super depressed about the manga ending. I know how you feel when Naruto ended. I was so depressed. I didn't even want to watch the last episode. I was like mourning it. I didn't want to talk to anybody about it. I was kind of sad, which is crazy because I wasn't even lucky enough to grow up with Naruto. Um, I started watching Naruto back in 2013. Um, because my boyfriend forced me to watch it. Because when I first started watching anime, shonen was like the worst thing to me. The first thing that I got put onto for my introduction to anime was Peach Girl. And if you've seen Peach Girl, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, then congratulations because it's, it's not good. But it was just the most shojo love triangle. Like just the other day I ended up watching it on Funimation again and I was just like... Why was I loving this but then again 14 year old me had different tastes just lovey dovey and you know drama and that's the type of anime that I kind of steered to more of a shoujo thing so anything shonen I was like oh my god take it away from me I don't want to hear about it so um, in 2013 my boyfriend was like hey you should watch Naruto I think you'd really like it so I you know binge watched the first you know show of just Naruto when they were kids and then I started in, and I was hooked I mean, I was hooked. I loved every part about it. And um, watching it, I've never seen an anime like that before. So watching it all the way through, I kind of got to watch it like when I was 18 and now I'm 22. So it did, you know course helped me course some part of my adulthood life but um i wish i would have watched it growing up so i could have really felt naruto growing up with me but yes so i completely feel the sadness of your favorite manga or tv show ending i completely understand um in other happy news by the time this podcast broadcast oh podcast, broadcast. Um, By the time this episode goes up, Twitch and Crunchyroll's partnership would have started already. Um, I know that the 27th, they're running their six-day marathon, which I honestly was super excited about. I I was watching um, E3 on Twitch, and that was probably like my first real interaction with Twitch. I never really had to... Use it before, and I I watch some YouTubers game, but not a lot. Like I only watch like Markiplier and um, other YouTubers. So when I got to go on Twitch and actually look at how interactive it was, I was like, wow, this is actually really cool because they could see what you're saying and other people could see what you're saying. It's like a giant group chat. So I actually thought that was really cool. But then, when I saw that Crunchyroll was partnering up with Twitch, I thought that was even more amazing. Because if you're like me, I live in a small town in Florida, so there's not a lot of anime fans here. Or if they are, you don't really meet them. Growing up in um, high school, you never really—I never really got to talk to a lot of people about anime. It's one of those things that um, you kind of. We're lucky if you found someone who liked anime, um, so with me, I'm really excited because this is a huge opportunity for people who aren't really able to meet and talk to people out in the real world about anime. So. You know if you're watching let's say Yuri on Ice with a whole bunch of other people I feel like that's so much more fun because you're able to talk and comment and read everybody else's comments so that's super exciting they're bringing 20 anime shows which I am mind-blown about that um and they're not crappy either they're like the good ones um there's Mom Psycho 100 Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid like I said Yuri on Ice a whole bunch so definitely check out the list just go to twitch.tv um, or just go to crunchyroll.com they are not paying me to say this just to be transparent um, but one thing you'll learn about me through this podcast adventure is I'm a huge um, legal streaming advocate I love crunchyroll I love animation anything um that really allows the anime industry to thrive but yes so i love them so much so um definitely check in for that watch the shows um i'm going to definitely be a part of that i'll probably be watching um yuri on ice and mob Psycho because i've never seen mob Psycho. so i was like why not watch it with a group of other anime fans that sounds great i wanted to talk to you guys about something else that's really exciting to me um tamagotchi I don't know if you remember that video game Um, they're releasing a new one um, for the 3DS November 16th I am so excited if you don't know what Tamagotchi is I'm so sorry it's just a little game that I used to play when I was a kid and it was like a little pocket monster and you got to feed it and things and it was just so much fun Tamagotchi was just a huge part of my childhood again So definitely look out for that. I'll probably be talking about more once I actually pick up a copy. I think it's only getting released in Japan November 16th, 1st. But hopefully it'll be coming over to the United States. So, you know, definitely pay attention to that. Last but not least, so mind you, this is not the newest news. But I just wanted to bring this to you guys' attention. There is a a manga called... Love is Hard for an Otaku. And I... There's a Japanese version, but I'm not going to butcher that name, so I gave you the English one. And basically, it's about this gaming otaku and this Fugoshi. And if you don't know what Fugoshi is, um, it's someone who's into, like, the boy's love and, you know, gay romance and manga and anime and things like that. Basically, they end up working for the same company together. And then, they end up falling in love. And it's basically about their relationship and it's about these two people who love you know their own thing like he loves video games and she loves her like anime and stuff like that and they're just existing in this little relationship and it's a josie comedy it was so so funny and i just wanted to you know keep reading as soon as i read the first one manga so they're turning that manga into an anime it should be coming out in april 2018 so i'm really really pumped for that if you have not seen it, if you have not read it definitely try and find it i did see on anime there was a conversation on my timeline that was basically talking about um san diego at san diego comic con there was a manga panel and i guess one of the panelists were saying oh you know manga is so important to us etc cetera, etc cetera and how they hated scans and scans are just you know when you go to other pirated websites to find mangas and read them and I remember reading it and the thing about what I couldn't understand of what they expected us to do is I wanted, to, wanted them to give us a solution to the problem like I said I'm really big into legally streaming anime and If you can buy the copy of the manga I highly tell you to buy the copy of the manga I highly recommend it to you but the thing about manga and anime anime is a little bit different manga you can watch I mean you could read maybe a hundred different mangas and maybe two people know about the really good ones I mean there's so many manga out there and you literally can stumble across gems and it's hard because sometimes you know that they'll never be published sometimes you know nobody will ever pick it up and it's like what are you supposed to do as a fan who's read it through scans but it's not that you don't want to buy it but you just have no access to it um i've been trying to buy things through uh comicsology um i know they have manga and i've been trying to find other places to buy it there was this one manga that i was really interested in and it was called i hear a sunspot and I've been I read it through scans and then once I found that they published it in English I went ahead and bought the book and it's like I feel like scans are kind of the good and bad of the industry because you won't know about it unless you read about it through a scan and then you'll purchase it you know what i mean it's it's hard because a lot of these things a lot of these mangas don't get picked up to be published so um definitely just my advice if you're trying to read a manga you really like it i mean just try and stay as diligent as you can as far as you know seeing if it got published by anyone see checking multiple resources of trying to see if you can purchase it and sometimes you know I hate to say, if you have to purchase it in Japanese, you could purchase it in Japanese. Most people won't do that, and I'm not telling you to do that. But I've gone out of my way to purchase something in Japanese just because I want to give the author her third credit. But I still have to read it through scans because I can't read Japanese. So, um... Yeah, um, so that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening to me again. Let me know what you think. Let me know if there's any news that you want me to talk about in my next podcast. Uh, my Twitter is at Um Instagram, the same thing, at Senpai. So thank you again so much, guys, and have a great day.